Crickets with Jay Fortier, Chris Martineau, and Melanie Howerton. On this week's episode, our good friend Steve Scarpetti from 94HJY returns to the show, and Jay, Chris, Melanie, and Steve review the 1994 American spy action comedy film, True Lies. Does it stand the test of time? Let's find out your film crickets are on now. All right. Hey, friends, and welcome to the Film Crickets. It's a podcast where we talk about movies from 1980 to 1999 and decide beyond a shadow of a doubt whether or not these movies stand the test of time. I'm your co-host, Jay Fortier, along with my good friend and co-host, Chris Martineau. Hello, Jason. Good afternoon. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. Good evening, Hi. my friend. Yeah, good, good evening. evening. Yes. <laughs> uh, and also my good friend and co-host, Melanie Howerton. Hello, how you doing? <laughs> doing, doing well, doing well. Um, and uh, so, Chris, you feeling a little better? Yeah, I just had another. Uh, I figured COVID wasn't done with me for a little bit, so um, it was uh, felt like I got uh, hit over the head with a bag of shit. But um, I'm okay now. Uh, it kind of <laughs> felt like the flu, but it wasn't uh, wasn't quite as bad. So I basically did you, slept for. Did you not get the cough? Didn't get the cough. It was just like aches and fever and regular, just general garbage. Yeah, um, that's good. good. Absolutely day. miserable. So, uh, so that was good. So I'm on the mend again. So whatever variant, uh, my four inoculations, whatever variant, uh, kind of passed through me. So yeah. Um, of course I'm behind it. School nice. That's okay. But how's everybody else doing, Steve? How are you doing? How are you feeling, Steve? Uh, I'm good, thank you very much. I'm glad to hear okay. that you're doing good. And yeah, thanks for having so, me back again, yeah. guys. I yeah, guess so, last time wasn't bad. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm sorry. I got the ball rolling, Jay. I'll just go with it. Um, no, so okay. That's cool, man. Steve's got Scarpetti uh, from 94HJY over in uh, Rhode Island uh, coming around for a second turn. We really appreciate it. Uh, we're seeing into your man cave a little bit more. The the depths of your nerddom <laughs> is complete. Uh, I do see a full-on Ghostbusters uh, uniform in the back, if I'm not mistaken. That's oh, true. And yes. to what and to what uh, member of said Ghostbusters do you identify the most? <laughs> Who's on the patch? My favorite is Winston because Winston's the common man. He's the guy that's kind of looking around, going, "This is all insanity. This is all nuts." And he mm. was also the first uh, figure that I got when I was a kid. So that's cool. cool. Excellent. My first love. But Excellent. yeah, half my room is Ghostbuster stuff. The rest of it is a hodgepodge of music and other childhood goodies that uh my mom likes to refer to as a museum sure <laughs> do you know how much we in our youth have contributed to the deposition of plastic into landfills across the world like it's amazing <laughs> if you think about it that's what i'm doing i'm saving all this plastic from the, from the <laughs> very nice <laughs> very nice all right. more room for et uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah. atari game yeah that's, no, no. that's in alamogordo um anywho so so we're gonna get at it here um steve chose true lies and um typically at this point i would say when was the last time you saw this movie but um we have to go full disclosure here folks um it's not available for streaming 
Um, so, oh, yeah. Steve, and by the way, my apologies, everybody. No, it's um, fine. I'm like, wh- why on earth would I assume that one of the largest movies, yeah. you know, that came out of the '90s, yep. a James Cameron film, yeah, um, would not be rentable, streamable anywhere? Yep. yep. And apparently, Steve came up with a great uh, reason, and there is a new series out, and they probably want to like take you know put 100 percent light spotlight on the series yeah. without having people go well screw the series let's watch the one with arnold <laughs> right <laughs> well based on the reviews i've heard so far for the tv series i think that's exactly what it is they're like oh yeah this oh, really? does not live up to the movie but it's cbs and if you go to cbs they of course have not met a dead property that they don't like <laughs> and it's right up there with magnum pi i was MacGyver, just gonna say that Magnum, Everything else. Magnum I watched all of those. <laughs> Magnum PI. Unbelievable. I don't know that it was yeah. good. Actually, then. it's not it wasn't bad, but all like, right. you know, it was like a it, Yeah, it was pretty good. It, it was a um they I mean they took it in a different direction. It wasn't okay. like you know, yeah. some dude with a mustache. <laughs> like you know, like they weren't trying to like make it the same exact um and Higgins you know, was so, a girl. Yeah, Higgins is a lady. You okay. know, like so it's it's you know, so so get that and there's sweet like a little bit though. of like there's a little bit of love hate thing that leads to like a love thing, you know what I mean, type of thing. Just like regular um, relationships, so, okay, sure. Um, yeah, the, uh, they still get that sweet copter though. I loved that copter when I was small. So anyway, hey guys, let's let's get into it. Uh, we're or we are, the clock is ticking here, so we want to talk about True Lies. <laughs> so we know that we didn't we didn't see it recently, but when was the last time you saw it? And when it was available, did anybody own it on DVD? Was it in high rotation? Um, like, what do you remember? Let's go Scarpetti first. So before I really owned it back in the yeah. day and, okay. uh, watched it a lot. That was uh, one of my favorites. I was like 15 when that came out Okay. and I know I saw it in the theater and I saw it multiple times cause I just thought it was a fun, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you don't get this, you know, Arnold was doing either comedy or action yeah. at yeah. that point. You know, was, they didn't mingle too much together True. and to see him in this movie where it's got a lot of funny moments in it. I mean, Tom Arnold. I think we can all probably agree that this is his best role that he's ever yeah. been in, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yep. Everything else, you're either like, I can't stand him in that, or he's yep. not funny, but this, he, he's fantastic in it. And I remember yep. going to see it and thinking, this is a great movie. I love it, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Um, uh, Melanie, what's your what's your deal with, with uh, True Lies? What's your history with um, the lies of I, truth? <laughs> I never owned it. Uh, you know, my mom who owns everything doesn't own it. Um, and... Uh, Obviously, we couldn't watch it for this one. So, but I remembered it so well because, you know, it, it's it was used to be on all the time. So you mm-hmm. just always saw it. So I've seen it so many times. So um, I really didn't really need to watch it for this anyway. I just kind of went over the plot again on the internet, and sure. uh, you know. But um, yeah, so I, I liked it. I always, I've always, you know, I remember it really, really well. But I never mm-hmm. owned it. All right, cool. All right, Jason, what's your uh, what's your history with True Lies? Uh, I saw it on uh, videotape back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, as far as my first sh- uh, showing. Um, I ended up seeing it with somebody who was like really, really upset about like what Arnold was doing to Jamie Lee Curtis, like at the scene where, like you know, they're mm-hmm. tricking her into dancing. Like she felt it was like a very sexist thing. Like you know, mm-hmm. so th- when the co- when you're in, uh, I was dating her at the time, and and w- when you're in that company. It's kind of hard to fully enjoy your, your yourself because yeah. you're surrounded by someone who's fucking miserable about this <laughs> this movie. So yeah. you're like, 
wow, yeah, I guess it wasn't that good or something. You're kind of <laughs> like, it's hard to it's hard to really get a good feel because mm-hmm. you're so distracted by yep. the person you're with that's miserable. Yep. So then I watched it again and enjoyed it a lot uh, sure. when I was not with her. Um, yeah. And, 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 and much more of life, in fact. All right, so... <laughs> right, right. No, but then, then uh, I, I think it was one of the first DVDs I ever bought after I bought my first DVD player. Okay. Um, and, uh, like, I watched it actually, like, a couple weeks ago. I uh, I waited for it to come on, like, uh, edited TV. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously not as good, because you see, you know, the swears get all, like, bleeped out. And, yeah. But, you know, it made it a little less awkward dance scene with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis when I was watching mm-hmm. it with my daughter. So Yeah, that's helpful. <laughs> yeah. It is a, a tad gratuitous, to be frank. It's kind of long, too. It's a it, long, it's, it's a, really long. It's a bit much. It's very it, 90s, don't you think? Yes. This movie's very oh, 90s. Oh, I was going to bring that up, Steve. You're like, if you put me in a coma for 10 years mm-hmm. and told me to guess when this movie was made just yeah. by one watch, I would guess the 90s easily. Yeah. I was going to bring that up, and I'm glad you did. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely touch base on that later. Um, uh, this movie, uh, I don't, I don't think I ever owned it. I don't remember when, where I saw it first, if it was in the theater or not. I do know that it was a James Cameron film, and I was even back when I was a younger, in my younger days, I was always hip to directors. So I'm like, oh, this guy did Aliens, which was at the time my top five movies, and then Terminator Two, which was a little disappointed by because Arnold was good, <laughs> but. Yeah, I'm not gonna kill anybody. Um, but no, it's a good movie. Kill Joy. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It just I was a little shocked by that. That's all. And so I'm um, like, yeah, I'm gonna see True Lies, right? And I love Schwarzenegger at the time. And and to Steve's point, um, I think it's it is obviously entertaining. We're gonna break it down a little bit, but it's entertaining in the same way that I think it's it's 2000 teens analogy or 20. Actually, I don't know when it came out. 2019 i think it's gotta be it's gotta be hobbs and shaw hobbs and shaw is the is the cousin of this movie with just straight up ridiculous action giant muscle-bound dudes and jokes (laughs) i mean honestly that's what it is right and you got someone acting like a buffoon and and someone trying to it's just that's an and i love hobbs and shaw hobbs and shaw Mm -hmm. is top top 10 for me it's so entertaining and this i imagine at this point like this movie has is the 90s, as Steve said, the 90s version, 100% of Hobbs and Shaw. Um, all right, so let's do the uh, breakdown, then we'll get into it. Uh, so True Lies uh, comes out in 1994. Uh, it's rated R. It runs in at 2 hours and 21 minutes. Uh, let along, that's okay. Uh, fearless, globetrotting, terrorist-battling secret agent. Wow, it's a lot of adjectives. Has his life turned upside down when he discovers his wife might be having an affair with a used car salesman while terrorists smuggle nuclear warheads into the United States. For gravity, I'd like to say that one more time. Think about all the <laughs> words I just said. A fearless globetrotting terrorist battling secret agent has his life turned upside down when he discovers his wife might be having an affair with a used car salesman while terrorists smuggle nuclear warheads into the United States. That is a lot to pack in in one wow. sentence. It's, and that's a but very it, confusing sentence. Yes, yeah. it like, is. It's, it's, it kind of, like it's all over the fucking place. So, I mean, used weird. car salesman and nuclear warhead are in the same sentence. I just want the record to show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Directed by James Cameron, uh, written by James Cameron, and Claude Zidi and Simon Michel and Didier Kaminka. It's actually based on a French novel um, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tom Arnold, Bill Paxton, Tia, uh, R.I.P., uh, Tia Carrera, Art Malik, uh, Alicia Dushku, uh, Grant Hesloff, and so on and so on, and a bunch of others. 
that we will remain nameless at this point. So uh, let's talk about True Lies. First of all, it opens. This is, is this the Newport Mansion? Is this the? No, I think it's Salve Regina. Oh well, no, it, it is Rosecliff. Rosecliff. Oh, okay. I thought it was Salve. Well, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. When this movie came out, that's kind of what. There was many different things that made my eyeballs go to this movie. It was Cameron, of course, and mm-hmm. you know all his movies are big and, and bombastic. Uh, but then it was the local connection, which in Rhode Island and New England were always like, ooh, something's connected to us. Mm-hmm. Let's go check that out. And right. everyone was like, they filmed this in Newport. And I remember sitting in a theater going, oh, yeah, look, that that's one of the mansions. Holy cow. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's supposed to be like Switzerland yeah. or something. Do you, re- you know? do you remember the TV show Providence? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what a dumb idea oh, yeah. for a TV show. Like, how regional. But I think it stayed on because all of Rhode Island watched Yeah, that's it. Nobody else. Everybody else, where the Nobody fuck is Providence? Now, I'm kind <laughs> of annoying. Want, Go ahead, Jay. No, I was going to say, there was, a, there was a movie with Dana Delaney. It was a TV show with Dana Delaney set in Philadelphia. It was, like, called Body of Evidence or something like sure. that. But it was filmed in Rhode Island because... They go into someone's backyard and you see the Providence skyline. <laughs> yeah, it's set in Philadelphia. That's funny. So people from Philly and Rhode Island go, "What the hell is this?" We also lost our minds on uh, Dumb and Dumber when they were coming up oh, 146, yeah. going by the State House. And I'm also, yeah, and again, I'm, I'm just the gonna, big blue bug. Yeah, the the blue bug came by, and I, I am so I annoyed. Saw that in the theater. Yeah, sorry, go, I, go, I saw go. It in the theater, and 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 the uh, the big blue bug. Uh, was on the thing. Everybody went, yay! <laughs> yeah. Like it was just like you know, like because it's like a it was a symbol. Yeah, like, you know. And if you're yeah. if you're listening from anywhere else, uh, Google Big Blue Bug. That's what Rhode Island is known for: uh, the mafia and the Big Blue Bug. I'm also gonna say that that now that I, and and to Steve, talk about selling us short. Yeah, I know, right? Um, and Steve, you know, you say you're mesmerized by you know, oh, this the the mansions and whatnot. Like again, I live near D.C. Now, I am so annoying. When movies or TV shows come up with DC, it's like, oh, that's 13th Street by I. Oh, that's like, oh, that's right, right, right in the FBI. I'm like, oh, God, I can't, I can't help it. I can't help it. So anyway, so, so, um, so Arnold, so question, right? So Arnold's living a double life. Okay. And mm-hmm. for obvious reasons, he has his wife and daughter who are legit, you know, but they're not in on the spy game. And he works for, and how 90s is this? How X-Files is this? It's a government agency that's more secret than the most secret government agency that works above every top, top, top secret things above the CIA, above the FBI, above the SA, right? So he is keeping his life a secret so to protect his family. That's kind of the deal, right? And because he's away so much, his, his wife is kind of frumpy, you know, and, and, and wants some adventure. But guys... What, what does Arnold do? What what's Arnold's cover story? Does anybody remember? Yeah. What is he's it? He's a salesman. Computer programmer. Salesman of sales, what? He's a salesman. Of what? I don't remember exactly. Okay. But what I thought was funny is that he's he's a spy pretending he's a salesman, and Bill Paxton is a a car salesman pretending he's a spy. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, but my my question is, when any of these movies is, whenever Arnold Schwarzenegger comes into a, a room. And yeah. he's not an action star like Arnold Schwarzenegger as a kindergarten teacher, Arnold Schwarzenegger as a doctor, Arnold Schwarzenegger as yeah. whatever. He's not playing somebody with a gun. Like nobody bats an eye at about how giant this person is. Like okay. you never say like, Actually, what is this work guy's workout routine? Like this is not a normal right. okay. person. Go ahead, Jay. Right. In this one, yes. In this one, yes, you're, you're right. Yeah. 
Um, you know, and I think that's to sell the, the, of the bigger idea yeah. of, of, of the, you no, know, but in kindergarten cop, I watched it actually a couple of weeks ago. Cause we got on this Arnold kick with my daughter. We like this. We watched Terminator and then we watched kindergarten cop. And then we uh, watched yeah. uh, this one. I said on uh thing. Um, now they do comment one. He is a policeman. Sure. So that's not that strange for him to have a big body. Yeah. And, and they go like, they show him coming to school like the next day like after his first day and it's like the kids are like see that's our new teacher and the parents are like mom's are like yeah oh, oh my god i don't want him to see, see me without makeup yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the, yeah. one of the kids goes told you he was big mm. yeah, yeah so it is a big like yeah you know it is like a stick out situation right with yeah. uh, on kindergarten but right. this is more like chris said because someone who's sitting in a cubicle a billion you know hours a day when does he work uh, out? He's a salesperson <laughs> yeah. going to conventions. Yeah. When does he have time to work out? He's always late getting home because, you know, because he is doing something else, but she thinks he's a salesman. So he, you know, in the movie, he doesn't go to the gym. He's too busy. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he's busy throwing guys around in the men's room. Yeah. yeah. True. yeah. Um, so, so, you know, the poor guy and, and, you know, we understand why he's doing what he's doing, but what's sad is that he's so, at the mansion scene when he's dancing with Tia Carrera trying to get information, he obviously is can be debonair. He obviously can be slick if that's what he needs to be. And it's just a shame that he either doesn't want to or can't, doesn't have the time to do that with the person that he loves. Is there a question, anybody, is there any question that he obviously loves his wife, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, no question. Right? So it's not like he's... You know, I don't think he would ever get into the point where he would have to like have be intimate with somebody just for the cover. I think he'd probably find a way out of it, so, you know, for whatever reason. And I mean, they—that's what they do. They lie, right? So mm-hmm. um, it's just interesting to me that it's—it's kind of sad. Like you feel you feel bad for Jamie Lee Curtis the whole way mm-hmm. through because she is getting, she's doing her best with what she's got, and it's almost like, you know. I don't know. You understand the situation, but you don't blame her as well. And it's not exactly making the right choices to be. First of all, who gets wooed by Bill Paxton in this? Bill Paxton's great. But I mean, come on. Look at your husband and look at Bill Paxton. I, yeah, no, I don't think it's that. All right, I, tell me. I, I, I think it's the excitement because uh, regardless of how giant Arnold Schwarzenegger is. Right. She even mentions that if I need help falling asleep, I have him tell me about his day. (laughs) He's incredibly boring. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, she said it was good to feel needed Mm -hmm. and wanted and she needed Mm -hmm. adventure and she's just bored. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? Like she just the major thing is she thought it was it felt good to be needed. Right. And And then Arnold's really devastated when he finds out that he's being cheated on at least he thinks he's being cheated right. on you know yeah. right. tom arnold said he says uh welcome to the club pal yeah yeah, yeah. he's all excited yep. <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah. you don't think it's gonna happen to you yeah it's a rite of passage <laughs> yeah. for all of us in- when she has his head when she has his head on his lap and the helicopters he tom arnold goes well maybe she's sleepy yeah. <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> oh and by the way the person that says what does he say he goes in the copter um, yeah he says something like She's got his head on his lap, Yahoo, mm-hmm. or something yeah. like that. That's yeah. um James Cameron. He always tries to do that in movies. I've noticed. Like when he was oh, in Terminator, like his... he was like the hotel. Like when she called the, the the hotel desk guy, he was it was him that was on there. Like he tried. It's almost like 
Instead of Alfred Hitchcock that like puts himself in movies, he tries to put his voice in movies. Melanie, I'm surprised that you're telling me that James Cameron may or may not be an egomaniac. That's crazy. That's <laughs> amazing. That's shocking to me. Um, but it was funny that that was his voice instead of just like, I don't know, someone else. Like. Okay. So real quick, we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about uh, Bill Paxton for a minute. Yep. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say. Melanie applauded. I'm gonna go. I, I would. I know. She's Steve, can you give me a give me a quick yes, Steve? Give me a quick. Yeah. Okay. Golf clap. <laughs> yeah. Um, Golf no. But listen, he was funny. He was everything that, like, you know, you want, you love to hate him. Mm-hmm. That type of yeah. thing. He's so um, funny. But I could really go the rest of my life and never hear another person say. She had an ass like a ten-year-old boy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. What? There's a lot Wait. of that in this movie, don't yeah. you think? There's a lot of stuff where you're like, oh, that would not yeah. fly today. No, but, no, but like, no, I know no, you. I, and by the way, James Cameron, I know you're trying to make him scummy. Mm-hmm. I think you could go about it. Another yeah, probably. Movie. Yeah. Yeah, you could. No, that's yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like wow. Yeah, we are. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, who yeah. are you trying to appeal yeah, to? <laughs> we already don't like Bill Paxton. We don't need to go quite that far with it. Um, but right. honestly, and by the way, and I've said this before. I think this is my 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 funniest role for him. Like, I, I just think he he plays that part so good. Sure. I, I think it's like one of his best acting jobs mm-hmm. ever. He he's so just absolutely spot on with every single thing he says the facial expressions he makes he's just like this sleazy guy and he's so hilarious when he's doing it like like i said when um um arnold's like okay can you hold this car for me i don't know if he says till next week or tomorrow Mm -hmm. i can't remember but like when he's like because it's you you know it's just like just like everything he says is just so sleazy and perfect like i just i love him in that character it's so funny I I, so I think what's interesting as well is that the way that he thinks spies are, yeah. whether he kind of does the all right, nobody look, like you know the shifty eye and the talking out on one side of the mouth and like kind of whispery. Yeah, when it. like real spies, or at least the way that Arnold does his spy work, it's not quite. That's almost being obvious. You're a spy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you don't yeah. have. You wouldn't actually go all right. So look and like do a a backhanded note. Or something like that. You like you're not gonna you're not gonna do like like Steve never does that. He's a spy. Like he's cool, comic yeah. collected. That's what I'm saying. No one would ever guess with all your paraphernalia in your room <laughs> that you're actually just ducked down. Part of apparently she's a Charlton Heston like, is know, actually in the closet right there. with the eye patch uh, in Steve's house. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> Sorry. Now my computer was unplugged and it said it was gonna die. So I oh, no, not that. Don't do that. So. <laughs> Um, so, so look, Jamie Lee and you know, here's the thing. So let's, let's bring up the elephant in the room, what Jay was talking about before. So this movie's super entertaining. There's no doubt about it. Like, I'm not going to say that it's not entertaining. Um, you know, and I don't want to tip my hand about the holding up bit, but it's curious to me that Jamie Lee Curtis, who is a very strong person, like if you've ever listened to her, she does not fuck around. Mm -hmm. She does not like um uh sweat fools easily um uh, if you've ever listened to her uh particularly now and we're not talking jamie lee in halloween we're talking like she's you know she's a, a grown mature woman at this point and it seems like she yeah. would never do something that she doesn't want to do on screen but that the the seduction scene of her and arnold by the way how do you not know that's your husband in the show i know that there's a voice altering thing i know that however <laughs> you've had a child with this man you should know what he looks like in the shadows. I'm just saying. 
Like, we were saying it before, it's not that, like, you can put anything in your movie that you want, but did anybody else, and I think we brought it up, didn't it go on a little too long? It wasn't it a, it was very wasn't it a long. bit much? Yeah. Or help me out yeah. here. Yeah. I guess she actually really wanted to do she, that Okay, part. great. Like I said, I don't think Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis is going to do anything she doesn't want to do. I, I just don't yeah. get that vibe. She would just tell someone to go fuck off um, if she didn't want to do it because I'm Jamie Lee Curtis. Come on. Like, look, I'm a- I read that there was supposed to be like a quick nude scene or something and she didn't want to do that or something, but I don't think he was going to do it for a long period of time. Is that or it, I don't know, something that wasn't supposed to be exactly mm-hmm. like that, but she actually did that strip tease dance for Cameron and convinced him to leave it in or to do it or something. I can't okay. remember. And she worked really hard on her body, apparently, too, to get ready for oh, it. Oh, sure. But then has anybody, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. It, like, it, it kind of, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to be like Jay's date and say it ruined the rest of the movie. But even back in the day, yeah. younger me, uh, probably a less yeah. progressive me, would be like, even I was like, that's ah, kind of going on a little long. I don't know. It was too, for me too. It's yeah. Too long. It's just, it's, and when you're watching it with someone else, it just kind of feels embarrassing yeah. a little bit. Like, it is too long. And it's, yeah, em- and it's embarrassing. And therefore, you like feel like you're embarrassed for, because she's getting used at that moment. I mean, not intimately used, mm-hmm. but she's being yeah. used to prove to be part of her husband's weird sub-spy game. But she gets into it a lot, if you've noticed. noticed. At first she's nervous, and then she totally gets into it after that. And then he drops the recorder. Right. Isn't, isn't you know? it a bit... And she has problems with the the what she's, the device she's trying to also mm-hmm. plant, doesn't she? And that kind of turns into a little bit of hijinks. She has it in her bra. Um, yeah, yeah. And then it falls out when she does like a backwards uh, like <laughs> bend. And then and yeah, up. The, the, the she like has to like recover right. and pick yeah. it up and like but i think it's funny though she kind of does like a funky chicken dance mm-hmm. oh yeah at first <laughs> yeah at first. you're and right then like, and he goes slow yeah like you know like se- sexy you know like and then she then all of a sudden she finds yeah. that ear it's like wait a minute what how did you go from funky chicken? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's the thing like yeah you know to you know yeah <laughs> it, was, it was pretty yeah. funny it was weird uh, though it was weird i just thought it was too it was too yeah, long Way it's too a long. bit much so um also yeah. i mean when was fish called wanda was that two years before mm-hmm. that same i don't know i know it was before because cameron Maybe? watched that and like wanted her because yeah because there's a similar scene in a fish right, called confession wanda. what confession go guys. ahead what I've never seen. It's called Wanda. <laughs> I did a long time. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. It's one of those movies like it never like it never grabbed me from the the trailer. So oh. I was like, oh, Steve, yeah. Kevin you know, Klein, right? We'll do it. In the, yeah. We'll do it in the future. We'll make sure. Yeah, it's yeah I know. Right? Yeah, it's probably not. <laughs> I want to do Aliens though. I want to do Aliens because I can't remember it. Oh, oh boy, that's Alien. Yeah, I think I saw Aliens once. I liked it. Steve, where is Steve? You and I got to be the same on this. Have you seen Aliens more than 12 times? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, you just put it on. I mean, I I love the Alien series, but Aliens is. is I just put it on the background and listen to me. I wanted to watch it the other day, but I was waiting for you. Oh, no. You just put it it in the the background. Let's listen to Machine Gun Fire and say, we're screwed, man. We're fucked. We're doomed. Every time I start Alien, and I mean the first one. It it's really fucking. Slow. It is slow. Yep. I feel like yeah. I'm getting them both confused together. That's why I want to watch it again. 
takes the, the two so movies are so different. The first really? one's like a haunted house movie yep. in space, and the second one is a full-on action yeah. flick. Here, which one yeah. had the cyborg? Too? What? Oh, they all had. They all have. The they all have guy. robots. They all have people that look like robots. It was a guy. Was it? Yeah, guy. no, they both have them. It was a guy. Yeah, it was the in first part, one, part one had the guy with the no, knife. No, it was a magazine. No. No, was, didn't he? Was, didn't he like do a thing? Oh, on his, oh, oh his no, knife? that's the second like, one. Okay, yes. was it? That, I remember that oh, one a little more. Boy, than, okay. Steve, well, I can we can school them. Just been, pieces here oh and there, God. so I want to watch. Yeah, we almost saw it last night. For, for I was going to watch but... it recently, and I was like, no, I'm going to wait till I know you guys want to do so, it. I'll wait. Um, all right. All right. <laughs> back to, Let's get life, back back to, to the life. other one. So, but again, what I what I find endearing, and you guys, the most memorable moment for me is the truth serum moment is, again, this movie is directed really well, even with the funky chicken dance, going to the sultry dance, <laughs> like, it was, it's executed well. Whether or not I like the scene doesn't matter. It's executed well. And the next scene where we have the confession from Arnold under the truth serum is, I mean, the man, don't ask him to act a lot, but when you ask him to act, he can nail a scene. And we saw it in Conan the Barbarian, we saw it in a lot of stuff, and boy, they were all, when he says, yes, I killed them, but they're all bad, that, the look on his face, like he's a teenager, a petulant teenager in trouble. You know what I mean? Like, I just loved it. Anybody else? I, I thought of you, Chris, with that, because all I could think of was Kindergarten Cop sure. and other movies where he sounds the way he's sounding. Yeah. I don't know. I just every time I, I, I thought of you 100 percent when he well, said that's it like jingle that. all the way, except he did it for the whole goddamn movie. And it drove me crazy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah. So here we go. We're going to get the Superman. OK. Um, yeah. yeah. But they were all bad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Chris. Chris, if you're ever in a coma, like a I'm just going to I'm, I'm going to if you're ever in a coma, I'm going to pull up jingle all the way. And just play <laughs> God, it on so it's a terrible movie. <laughs> terrible movie. <laughs> Dad's, dad's yeah, are good. They want to so. do everything. I'm sorry. All right. This will wake yeah. them up. Ah, no, no turbo man. Um, Biggest time. Yeah. So, so guys, we're smuggling nuclear weapons. So let's, let's talk about the other sore point <laughs> in this. You know, I mean, we forget about the fact that all of this is because we're trying to uh, smuggle in the, the nuclear weapons. Um, so what makes this movie so 90s? And you know what's not evident these days in action movies that have an other um the other there is no other anymore when you watch action films like back in the day you could bank on soviets uh libyans and I, by the way i'm not this is not not casting aspersions on any uh, race creed or ethnicity i'm just talking about the movies here right you had libyans you had gr the grenadians you had soviets and basically anybody middle eastern light brown skinned um, that was the target, right? That was the one that people that were trying to get us. And we are in a pre 9-11 world. I and have we have, yeah, I we have a terrorist organization called the Crimson yep. Jihad. Um, boy, oh boy. You just, I'm not saying it makes the movie better, but I'm saying you don't see that anymore. The enemy now, the last time we saw it was Iron Man, right? When he was selling the Jericho missiles to the people in the Middle East, obviously middle eastern okay, yeah but after that like all the other again marvel's taken over all the others are purple aliens people out there or even other heroes right there's yeah. never some other target i'm not saying it makes it better or worse i'm just stating a fact there is no other nation now who knows as movies are a reflection on what we worry about 
what movies will, Red Dawn, for instance, right? Soviets invading. Yeah. So mm-hmm. who knows what the history of America and the world will bring up for movies coming up. However, it's just interesting that you can't have an enemy like this anymore. Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Okay. No. And I, and I want to say something about that because I guess there was rioting. Like um, everybody wanted, like there's so many people wanted this movie to mm-hmm. be banned because they thought it was mm-hmm. racist. But this was pre 9 11 as well. So I, I don't think that they would maybe, I don't know, maybe not everybody would have felt the same after 9 11, but pre 9 11, a lot of people thought it was super racist. They wanted to be banned. And he was like, I, I never meant this to be racist at right. all. Like, just like, you know, in Rocky, when they were fighting mm-hmm. the Russians, like, it's not meant to be racist. It wasn't meant to be racist, but a lot of people had a big problem with it, I heard. Yeah. And the casting, too. I mean, you yeah. had the, the third guy of the team there. Uh, he's, he's not even Middle Eastern, but they're they're making you know they're that he you should yeah. consider him to be Middle Eastern. Yeah. I think he's actually mm-hmm. Jewish. And then even the bad guy, he is Pakistani. <laughs> But he was a British-born yeah. actor. Like, if you ever heard him talk normally, he's got this beautiful British right. accent, you know? And they put him in the movie, and he's being right. stereotypical, it's, you it's, know? And I guess they wanted to do a True Lies, too. And I think Cameron said that's why he didn't do it. It was because after 9-11 happened, he didn't think that any of that would be funny mm-hmm. anymore. He didn't think anything would be funny because terrorists are just not funny. And he didn't want to do it because of that. He didn't want to have any terrorists right. in it. Right. So it's... I read that there's a script that was actually out there and there's a scene in it where it's a fight on a plane. And they, they said that was probably the biggest thing they had a problem with oh after God. 9-11. They're like, there's no way. Then they love the scene mm-hmm. so much. They actually think that, that that one thing is kind of what torpedoed yeah. a part two. Because like, there's no way they could ever do that scene. Yeah. Like, right. I, um, no. For the record, I'm not saying movies were better in the 90s because of it. I'm just stating a fact <laughs> yeah. that you just don't see that anymore. Yeah. It just doesn't. And maybe that's good. Maybe that's bad. Anymore. I'm just stating it. Those are just facts. Um, however, yeah. the oh, yeah. action Who is against this like... other is very entertaining. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm say. Um, anyway, Jason. Yeah. Real quick. Who who wouldn't like, um, you know, to reveal like this deep secret of yourself that is so fucking awesome. Mm. Like what I'm saying is um, he's saying, no, leave the girl alone. Like, you know, like, come on guys, you know, like, you know, like, um, you know, and they're like, who, what is this? And he's pointing to the, they're pointing to the missile. You know what this is? Fine. I'm going to hold a gun to her head and I'll kill her. If you, if you don't, and all of a sudden he's like, it's a Soviet, and he starts like like listing the exact mm-hmm. style, like, and it's like all of a sudden this like that's that's when the truth really gets revealed right. on who he is because of all that knowledge, and it's like, and then he speaks in Russian, he's like, let her go, and you know, it's like it's mm-hmm. like holy shit, who the fuck, <laughs> yeah. who is this? You know what I mean? And it's like so cool, like it's such a great moment, and then that obviously she gets pissed because he lied, you know, the whole nine yards, but. It's like how she really wants, though. Right, 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 right. But it's like she has to like transition into it. I mean, because like an hour or so later, when she sees the uh, the Harrier jet land, she's like, she starts screaming, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like in in the helicopter, like you know, and and she's like, like sort of hugging him, like it's just, and it's great. (laughs) I think that's the thing too. I think this movie is ridiculous in so many different ways. Sure, tell me why. From the from the jet, (laughs) you know, to to. They they blow up one of the Florida Keys mm-hmm. for God's sake, <laughs> and everyone's just standing there watching like it's a fireworks show. Yep. Oh look at that! Wow, yeah, yeah take it's out a war- the bridge. 
Yeah, it's, <laughs> don't worry about nuclear fallout or radiation no, no. or anything like that. Ah, it's fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. We'll build that. Give you a better tan. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, and, and, and we do have a jump jet hovering through a major city. Um, I'm going to say it does with a, a fight on top of it. Yes, yes, right. Yeah, with a fight on, yeah. I, you know what? And the daughter. The daughter's on yeah. top yeah. of it. You know what we got to end? We have to end the trope of uh, people going out on the edge of cranes and making believe like they'd be able to function like a human being and walk and hold on yeah. and not panic. I think that's the biggest bunch of shit ever. Like I, I don't, I'm not afraid of heights, but if I'm all that's uh, you know, like if I'm going to go across a crane, I'm not going to be able to function. I'm going to be frozen in fear. Now I get that's a boring movie. Someone frozen in fear. I get that. I'm just saying, can we just put an end to that? Like jumping from building to building, like in what? What was that? Um, Tom Cruise. Tom no, Cruise. no, yeah, Tom Cruise, and I'm thinking of one Mission with the Rock. Impossible. No, the, yeah. the Towering Inferno one with the Rock. I think it was called. Oh, yeah, 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 San Andreas. Yeah, and he like jumps no, from a no, building. No, uh, um, Towering Inferno. It was a different title, but it's okay. Whatever, oh, and he like okay. jumps from a building yeah, no, to a building. No, he's talking about the one where he's got one leg. He's got one leg. Oh, okay. Petrified in fear. Like that's not a thing, but I get it. It's an action, whatever. It's it's right. fun to watch. It's fine, but it's just stop it. Just stop it. No, I, I, this would be me. <laughs> can you imagine? No, guys, you, can wait, you wait, imagine? wait. Quick story. <laughs> I was I a summer job once, and we, we gotta kind of see where we're going with this. I did a summer job once when I first started teaching. I don't pay a lot of money, so I was painting houses. I never painted a house in my life, and with another teacher also painted houses during the summer. And we got up on a, most of it was easy. It was kind of low and we were just like painting stuff. At one point he's like, well, we got to get up on a ladder and go to the top of the roof. So we get up on a ladder. I was okay doing that. And then I'm painting and painting. I'm like, we got to get down. And then I realized to get down off the roof on this tall ladder with the asphalt 30 feet down, I had to swing my leg around to get onto the ladder and I couldn't do it. Like uh, mm -hmm. he just kept like coaxing me like, no, just swing your leg around. I'm going to be fine. I'm like, Gus, I can't. I can't do it. And for a moment, I'm like, I'm on the roof going, I have a cell phone. I mean, I could just call the fire department. Like, I could just call the fire department. And eventually I did it. It was terrifying. And that's only 30 feet. We're at the top of a crane. Like, that's not going to happen. Like, I'm sorry. All right, sorry. No, I would be gripped and not moving. Nope. You'd Forget have to come it. peel me yeah. off or yeah. the freaking no thing. Mm -mm. Nope. But here you go. Here's the nuclear bomb code. So I'm all set. Yeah, okay. I don't need this. Yeah. I'm going to die, die up here anyway. So here you go. It's fine. Yeah. So, anywho. Winter's coming. What's that? <laughs> While you're up on the roof, Winter's just going to come and yeah. kill me anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because I'm staying. Yeah. that's. I'm not going anywhere. So. Um, that's funny. But anyway, so, so you know, it, it's good for Cameron. He's so good at escalating action. He's so good at making problems, like, on top of problems, on top of problems. And then by the end of the movie, they all resolve themselves perfectly. I mean, all the movies do it. Titanic does it. Aliens does it. Just problem after problem after. And it gets it seems like it's getting worse and worse, but they're actually solving problems as they go. Titanic is a good example. Like, I know the boat's sinking, but, like, it's problem after problem. Until they get to the boat. I mean, eventually, yes, Leo drowns. But uh, the fact of the matter is, it's just coupling problem and problem. He's so good at that. Um, and this is another example. It makes it really entertaining. You're in it. You're in it to win it with the characters. So, um, hey, guess what? Okay, I want to go back to the crane thing, though, Chris, because you you bring up a good point of, of that. But then we're forgetting the horse scene where you think <laughs> they're actually going to do the horse jump. Mm -hmm. 
Like I, I was completely bought into it when I first watched the movie. I'm going, oh yeah, of course they're going to jump this horse because it's a ridiculous Cameron movie, mm-hmm. and that makes complete sense. Yep. But then they don't, and they turn on that side, and Arnold flips off the side, and it's a great scene, yep. you know? But it's almost like poking fun of what you're talking mm-hmm. about, you know? So it's almost like they know, we've got this ridiculous scene coming up later on in the yep. movie. Let, let's let's let everyone know that we fully are aware of that. Yeah. Let's just have some fun here. We'll, we'll subvert yeah. that for a tad. There is a tad of realism. Just, uh, that yes. much. That and much I, like it, I like that scene a lot because, it, like, you know, he's hanging off the edge of the building, and he's going, come on, come on. <laughs> You know, then, you know, and then as he pulls him, like he gets up and he starts lecturing the horse. Yes. Like, yes. What kind of cop are you? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Because you know? <laughs> right. he speaks so, Russian and horse. Not a lot of people know that. Well, yeah. No, but it's just and the horse like neighs at the right time. Like, you know, so like it's just it's just good Great comic acting. timing. It's good good yeah. horse acting. No, it's bloody though. Good, good horse yeah. acting. Um, yeah. <laughs> so so J- Jamie Lee gets the the spy bug and what we see at the end is a is obviously a fantastic resolution um you know they they have their domestic moment and you can actually have be domestic and have this super international spy thing that you can do um you know what you just got to just got to communicate with your spouse folks really that's the lesson <laughs> of this whole this whole thing right communication just communication <laughs> just tell them look I'm an international spy. I've killed a bunch of people. And every now and then I have to dance with underwear models. Besides that, that's my <laughs> job. It's fine. They were all bad. They were, they were, they were all, all bad, bad, the underwear yeah. models. <laughs> Remember Tia Carrera yeah. from Wayne's World? Yeah, her. Um, so, you know, um, but it's just, you know, they finally get to dance together. They get to have these tender moments, right, that they finally allow themselves to have, which is nice, you know, which is nice. Um, so... Hopefully they live happy. Uh, who knows what happens in True Lies too? I don't know. But um, I know we'll this is, know. I would love to have seen that though. I think it would have been good. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, as long as he would be behind it though, yeah. right? Like, you have to have it. Would have to be Cameron. Well, he you, you can't have a, a lesser person taking this movie. James Cameron has said he only wants to make Avatar movies now till he dies. Really? Yeah. So imagine if he chose True Lies movies for that. I only want to make so if you like five. Well, get the heck well, he out of here! I've seen one. Well, I didn't no, know five. five. He's going to. Wow. Yeah. There's only there's, there's only two that are available. The oh. third one comes out soon. There are he... fire people, and then four, and then five. So I don't know what. So if you're a big fan yeah. of Cameron and not a fan of Avatar, you're screwed. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. But all right. Um, Why saying that? Because he's making a ton of money on it. <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> No, I don't want to do this. TMI? Yeah, TMI. I mean, they get a Disney thing. They get a Disney ride now, too. Yeah, unbelievable. Oh, it's good. All right. It's some good stuff. I saw one of them. All right. All right. TMI. Ready? It's time for TMI with Melanie. Listen, listen to this. I am in the bathroom right before the movie starts. Uh-huh. And I'm in the stall, and there's no toilet paper. Yeah. Mine are at home TMI. in a display case above TMI, my bed. My yeah. TMI. TMI. TMI, my friends. TMI? Too much information. Say don't go there, but that's lame. Now, here's Melanie with your timeless movie info. All right, Melanie, let's have it. Okay. So the budget was, it wasn't an exact number. It says anywhere between 100 to 120 million. It grossed 378.9 um, million. And in the, it was the, in the Guinness Book World of Records for the first movie to budget over a million dollars. 100 million. Um, oh, yes. Right. Thank you. 100 That's million. 
Uh, yeah. Um, and then uh, one when, million um, dollars. <laughs> and they're like, no, that's not really a lot. Okay. Anyway, so um, remember that story? We didn't talk about it, but remember the story when Tom Arnold's telling about his ex-wife leaving him, and he was talking about she even took the ice trays from the freezer. What kind of a bitch takes the ice trays from the mm-hmm. freezer? Do you guys yeah. remember that? Yeah. So I don't, you, I don't, you probably already know this, but apparently Tom Arnold was going through an, a divorce at that exact time he was making that movie with Roseanne Barr. And nope. Arnold, uh, Tom Arnold had told James Cameron this story because that's what Roseanne Barr did. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> she took the freaking freeze, the ice cube trays as well. She took everything. And what so kind of Cameron thought that was yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. What kind of a sick bitch takes the ice cube trays out of the freezer? But Cameron thought that was so funny that he left that in there. So I thought that was cute. Um, all right. Arnold took dancing lessons and he rehearsed for six months because he wanted to make sure that he was as good at dancing the tango as Al Pacino was in Scent of a Woman in 92. Um, Harry's horse was played by four different horses because they all had different skills and personalities. Okay. Um, Arnold had a, uh, I didn't know this, he had a near fatal accident on the set because on the horse riding scene, the horse got startled and he ran out of control. And, um, down, 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 down. All right, sorry. Yeah. It was near like a 30 foot drop. Oh, near the drop. And, um, Stop it. <laughs> apparently, the horse didn't listen. No, I'm to not him. listening. So, um, his personal stuntman saw what happened and was able to grab Arnold off the horse before he went over the ledge. Oh, boy. Wow. <clears throat> or we wouldn't have been able to finish the movie. No, no. just kidding. Um, let's see. Tom Arnold did not expect to get the role at all. He just went to the audition mostly for the chance to meet James Cameron. And he did some scenes with Arnold, and Cameron immediately noticed that they had chemistry between each other. And he said, um, after Tom jokingly said about Arnold, he's not that big. I think I can no. take him. And that's what kind of sealed mm-hmm. the deal. Um <laughs> The U.S. government supplied three marine jets and their pilots for a fee of $100,736, and that was $2,410 an hour. No, not a bad rate, um, actually, for a jump jet. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. huge, but because apparently it took forever sure. to do it, the scene. Um, Tom, Jamie, and Arnold absolutely loved filming this movie. At, at numerous times, they said it was one of the funnest movies that they've ever done, and it was one of their favorite movies that they've ever done. Arnold actually said that this film was meant for him. And in fact, he came to James Cameron with the entire idea for this film. Um, The body count was 90. Um, Director trademark. James Cameron always seems to have some sort of a dangling, swinging, fluorescent light fixture in his films. Um, And this is common in all of his, almost every movie that he's ever written slash directed. Um, Charles Heston, we didn't talk about him being in it. He was not originally planned to have an eye patch, but he arrived the first day of filming with pink eye. Nice. Oh, Charlton. So the Charlton uh, costume designers popped a patch on his face. You know, we all those um, right wingers don't like any way, pinkies. All right, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Not, not like, you know, you I think say. he's kind oh. of a tool or was a tool, but um, I, I could listen to him talk. Sure. Oh, yeah. I only can't help but think that somebody farted on Charles Heston's uh, pillow, and that's all I can think of. That's all I can think of. (laughs) Get your butt off me, you damn filthy... I don't know. It was Al Gore. It was Al Gore. Al Gore farted on Charlton Heston's pillow just to spite him. Hey, guys. How great is that? You know, it it was during um, uh, Knocked Up. He's like, whoa, you get the worst pink eye. No, no pink eye for me. I'm just... Hi. <laughs> God. 
Okay, moving on from the heart color situation. Um, Okay, it says Arnold and Cameron is this is the third film that they worked on together. In Arnold and Bill Paxton started in three films together, and this would be their last, Mm -hmm. obviously, because of what happened. All right, this is just the only thing. Oh, Jamie Jamie won a Golden Globe for this movie. Now, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but Eliza Dish, Dish, how do you say that? Yeah, Dana, the daughter, Dana. She mm-hmm. said that when she was 12 years old and making this movie that she was sexually molested by the film's 36-year-old stunt coordinator, Joel K- Kramer. Oh. She said that he was responsible for her safety on the film. On a daily basis, he rigged me up with wires and harnesses on my 12-year-old body. My life was literally in his hands, and after uh, she was also being molested. And he hung me in open air from a tower crane on top of an office tower 25-plus stories high. And she broke a couple of ribs during this filming, and she did not think that was an accident. Uh, I don't know. I guess it was this whole scenario. And all the um, actors that were on this, Jamie and Arnold and Tom, had um, given their condolences to her after she came out with this. So that's it. That's awful. That's terrible. Um, All right. That was too much information. (laughs) No, that's all right. No, that's that's important. That's important. Um, but just, just like throws you for a hell of yeah. a loop. It was just um, weird. I almost didn't put that in there, but like, I was like, well, no, that's kind of important. Like, I didn't even no, know obviously. that that happened. Facts is you facts. Know, like... It is what it is. So it's time now for final judgment. Are you ready to rubber stamp this bitch? Here's the final judgment. All right. Right now is the time where we talk about how well the movie holds up today. And it's no longer about opinion, but fact. You ready? Yep. Who's going? All right, let's go with Steve. I think it holds up still. Um, like I said, it, it does look 90s. And there are some things in it that you're like, oh, man, that is dated. But overall, it's still a fun action flick. It's funny as all hell. And uh, it looks great. It's got that typical cameron look to it with a lot of blue hues mm-hmm. and stuff and uh i think everybody in it too from heston to, to schwarzenegger all the actors are fantastic you know even from elijah dushku to uh, uh arnold like they all play their role very very well and uh, i think that all that plays into it why it's such a good movie and i think it, it's funny you said that melanie about how they said this was one of the funnest movies they did i think that kind of plays into why it works so well it, yeah. it seems like they're all having a good time with this movie, you know? Yeah. And every time I watch it, I, I'm always impressed by it. Cause like, for me, that was like the golden age of movies when I was a kid, that, that year, there was a lot of movies that came out Forrest Gump, the mask. Uh, it, it's crazy to look at the top 10 mm-hmm. from that year. There's just so many good movies that it, it, it Hollywood doesn't really make anymore. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to these kinds of movies, you know, if they're not a comic book movie, then they're not throwing a hundred million mm-hmm. at a movie, you know? And that's the other thing at the time, I remember hearing that in the news um, that this was one of the most expensive movies at the yeah. time. A hundred million back then was ridiculous. Yeah. They thought, you know, and I still love it. And I think it's uh, it's Schwarzenegger at his peak. You know, he, like he's done comedy, he's done action. This is a nice little middle road, and it, it really reached the masses. It's not just a sci-fi movie, or, and it's just a lot of fun to watch. I really enjoy the movie. Cool. Um, I'll go. Um, I, I think it, I, I do think it holds up. Uh, I do think it's just pure good action. Um, it's, like I said, it's, it's action, but it's not like action like commando. Um, it's got some, you know, which is fine in its own right, but, um, you know, it does interplay it with, with 
you know, I'm not looking for chuckles and, and guffaws, but it doesn't have to be super serious the whole time, just gunning people down the entire time. And we do craft a story around it. It's amazing how a movie that's a little too long, two hours and 21 minutes is long for 1994. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't, at the time, I don't remember it feeling like two hours and 21 minutes where you watch other movies that, that like, for instance, I'll give you a quick one. Um, I watched The Bubble on Netflix the other day. It's oh my God. terrible because it's got no plot. It's just a bunch of gags, one after another after another. And it seemed like the movie would not end. So it's amazing how you can have a lot of things in the middle that are funny, but the movie just lasts forever. Whereas True Lies and Titanic and Aliens are all long, but it doesn't feel like it because mm-hmm. the story's there and the characters are there and the writing's there. So I would say, yeah. And it does have obviously some questionable topics, has some questionable moments, has some things um, culturally that wouldn't probably hold up today. Um, I wouldn't say you wouldn't recommend it. It's just, uh, you know, that's a microcosm of what was happening in 1994. That's it. I mean, it happened. We don't need to say it's still okay, but, you know, it happened. And it still doesn't make it uh, out of control. Um, By the way, it doesn't hold up. History of the World Part 1. Watch that again. Because then doing History of the World mm. Part 2 comes out tomorrow on Hulu. I was going to watch it again. Oh, watch it again. Yeah. It is so not okay. It's amazingly <laughs> not okay. Um, what year did that come uh, out? 81. 81. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Okay. Steve, watch it. <laughs> oh, you'll be frightened. It's like, oh, boy. Anyway, I'm sorry. So I would say yes, it holds up. Melanie, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, so I agree with you in some of the things that they said, uh, especially the 10-year-old boy. And <laughs> I guess a lot of the, I don't know, I guess I, I would say a lot of the, a lot of the things where the people thought it was racist, but at the end, like I said, if you go back to Rocky, I mean, there's always going to be an enemy, and it's always somebody that the government's having an issue with yep. at that time, I think, throughout the years, you know? So um, so maybe parts of that stuff maybe wouldn't hold up, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, it had a ton of action in it. it, it, it you never got bored no. watching it. It was really funny. Um, Tom Arnold was so funny mm. in this, and um, uh, and of course Bill Paxton. Again, I always bring him up because I think this is like my favorite character that he ever played was in this movie. Um, if you if you came out today and people went to go see it, I don't see how they wouldn't leave just laughing and, and being happy that they actually paid money mm-hmm. to go see it. So I'm gonna sure. say yeah, hold up, Jason. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it it's clean as far as like uh, the way it looks. It's it it looks beautiful yeah. to this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does look. You good. know what I mean? Like like as far as the the, the cleanliness mm-hmm. of the picture and and you mm-hmm. know what I mean. You you wouldn't sit there and go, oh well, look you know look at uh, Iron older. Man's ten times better looking. No, this looks yeah. pretty mm-hmm. damn good. Um, yeah. The you know so in that sense you know it looks fresh. Um, the comedy is phenomenal. The action is great. I think anybody, you know, it, I, and it, I don't think it ever gets boring, really. Um, uh, so, yeah, yeah, you could say it's too long, but, you know, it doesn't feel it. So, like, I mean, you know, you got that. Like, the writing's always good. Cameron's a phenomenal writer, phenomenal director. You know, I mean, I think it would be hard to argue mm-hmm. that. Um and I got to say, like, stuff like, you know, even the smaller things, like Tom Arnold was, I think, phenomenal in this movie. Yeah. Like, he was um, so good. kind of an unsung hero, like, you know, at times, like, you know, like, you probably underappreciated. Like, like, he walks into the kitchen, 
sees um, Eliza Dushku dancing to uh, like headphones and wearing a helmet. And he goes, I remember the first time I was shot out of a cannon. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, yeah. just like little goofy mm-hmm. shit like that. Um, you know, like he's, uh, I also love uh, when they are finally done with Bill Paxton's character and he pulls out a gun. He goes, beat it, dipshit. And he just like shoots at the ground <laughs> next to him. Yeah. Like, it was so fucking cool. It was I like great. When I when uh, Tom Arnold's behind the street post and the gun, he's getting shot at and he's hiding behind it. And then when he comes out for me, he checks his whole body for holes, including his, you know, John. his region. And yeah. he's like, oh, yeah. thank God. <laughs> yeah. Just him doing that, the way mm-hmm. he does it is so funny. I like right. when he plants that little device in the kitchen. They're watching the daughter take money out of the pocket. And then he goes, she can't just be taking money for an abortion <laughs> yeah. or something. You know? yeah. <laughs> I don't know how she said it, but it was just so funny. Like He's just so excited about anything that goes wrong in Arnold's it's, life. If, it's, I, if, you know, that's the magic of like that. you got to give James Cameron credit because usually Tom Arnold yeah. kind of makes your skin crawl. And you really do dig him. You do dig him in the movie. Like, yeah. You just can't help it. He's kind of lovable. Even though most of the other times I've ever seen him, I just wish he would just go away as soon as possible. But you actually want him. You guys, I don't remember anything he was ever in except for Roseanne. What else was he, he had in? Sitcoms. Yeah. The reason for yeah, that. there is. <laughs> he had, he had a sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that movie. The Stupids. Anything? I don't remember the him anything stupids. else. He's in oh. a movie called <laughs> The Stupids. Yeah. Yeah, that's something. Yep. Ugh. Anyhow, awful. Well, if he if he's uh, if he's hired by the right people, yeah. he's good. Mm-hmm. You know, if he has a good script, the right stuff. Good. So I think yeah. I think maybe it's just nobody would uh, you know hire him because like mm-hmm. how we got associated. I don't know. Either way, yeah, he was he was, he was a blast. Um, so yeah, uh, I would say that wraps up uh, True Lies, which none of us I, I saw like I saw a couple of weeks ago, yep. but <laughs> none of us actually get to see it because it was <laughs> yeah. not rentable. Very odd. I was not mm-hmm. expecting that. Um, sorry. But like, sure why would I assume? Right now. What's that? <laughs> I'm sure it's five sure. bucks at Best Buy right now. Right yeah. in a bin. Yeah. I actually want to go buy it now because mm-hmm. of doing this. So right. <laughs> you can put it in your collection, you're, even you're though it's giving, not good. Giving Tom Arnold right. another nickel. <clears throat> right. <laughs> so uh, well, uh, that was our show, everybody. And um, uh, once again, I'd like to thank Steve Scarpetti for being here, uh, joining us today. Uh, tell us again once uh, you know, let people know how to listen to you. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate this. I, I love talking about movies. And uh, my wife has uh, had enough of me talking about the same <laughs> movies uh, over and over for the last 10 years. So she really <laughs> appreciates this. So thank you. Keeping marriages uh, but, uh, together. That's what we do here. You want to check out my show with Film Crickets. We're keeping What's marriages that? together. That's what we do here at the Film Crickets. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but check me out weekdays, uh, Monday through Friday, uh, 3 to 7. I'm on 94HJY, 94.1 on your local radio, but you can also listen to us on iHeartRadio. Get the iHeartRadio app, and it's right there. And you can listen to us in Amsterdam, in Europe, and all of America. It's crazy. That's awesome. That's, hey. That's hey dude, funny. it's not crazy. It's cuckoo. It's cuckoo. What is that? How is that happening? I swear I'm not. This nigga, I'm looking at my hand. I'm not, oh my I'm not doing it, I swear. He's got a cuckoo clock. All right, all right. Go it's ahead. awesome. It happened last time uh, during our show. I think that we should see this cuckoo clock here. Oh, Where is it? You want me to look at it? <laughs> <laughs> cuckoo clock. Let's go. There we go. Oh, it's oh, welcome. Oh, yeah, just like that. Oh, my nice. God. My grandmother had one German that looked one. just like that. This is yeah, my, my grandmother's. Yes. Uh, it sat yeah. in a box for 15 years. I couldn't find anyone to fix it. 
And I finally did, and it's another thing that my wife has to put up with. Jeez, uh, <laughs> Along I with the other action figures, apparently. It. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my, wife, <laughs> my, wife got my, my wife got my mom a, a clock that had bird noises in it, right, like a long time ago for Christmas, right? Like, like each time it went to a different one, it would set off like a different bird noise. <laughs> And she, she just, you know, it was just something to buy her for Christmas. And then I, I was upstairs and I heard them like test it out. And then I hear my wife go, oh my God, that's <laughs> awful. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like not because she had never actually yeah. heard what she bought, what she bought my mother. Like, so as she pays, as she they goes to play, she goes, oh, I'm so this sorry. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Huh? I don't know. She, Probably not. But I, we wouldn't blame her anyway. Like I said, it was it was uh, you know listening to my wife go. Oh my god! Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was great. So uh, well, listen, folks. Uh, we'd like to uh, thank Steve Lavoy uh, for our vocal imaging and Draco and the Malfoys for our theme music. Uh, one day we will get them on. I have a movie that they they had once said that they were going to do, but it's always hard to you know time in uh, get it get the timing right. But we That'd will have great. Draco and the Malfoys on uh, one day, and uh, so um, check them Can out. Can I make a recommendation uh, for a future? Uh, I, I'd like you guys to watch Rented on Voodoo. Battery's oh not included. I know it. By, I know it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love that movie, and I haven't watched it in 15 years. And I watched Steven it last week, and I loved right. it just as much right. as I did as a kid. Really? Spielberg, right? I remember liking him as little. He was behind. Spielberg, it. I think, is a producer for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I want to say they like Joe Johnson name. has something to do with it, but I could be wrong. I remember them using his name, but like yeah. it wasn't like as Spielberg like, presents uh, prominent. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Animaniac. I do have to uh, ask you if you've seen the new Ghostbusters with the kids. Yes. Yes, I have. Uh, I I enjoyed it. It wasn't what yeah. I wanted as a fan of the franchise, but I'll take it. Like I, I consider it to be something that's going to put the franchise yeah. back on the right path. So I'll take it. And in the theater, I was like a yeah. twelve-year-old and emotional and ridiculously. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Did you see the very end of it? Don't yes. tell anybody. Yeah, Especially but did you see like it myself? after the credits? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I'm looking yeah. forward to all that, and I'm hoping it's they go in the right than... direction. But uh, it's yeah. not what I wanted. I, I can I could dissect that movie and tell you a sure. lot of wrong things with it. Yeah. Even though I like it, it's probably one of those. I have. I think we all have a couple of those movies where yeah. we love them, right? But we're like, there's sure. so many things wrong with this movie. That's yeah. a Jaws, yeah. Yeah, and that's one of my, my movies. Like, I love I love the movie, but there's so many things wrong with it. Like, really? You gotta be Gozer again? Like, that's what I've been waiting to Oh, I know. I didn't like that movie. years for. Like, come on. Um, come on. Give me something it's, new. It's got problems, but it's still better than Ghostbusters 2. I agree. Oh. I really liked it. I liked no. the kids hey, in it. Hey, wow. hey guys, Sorry, I don't guys, like it. Guys. That's another movie, though. No, Chris is right. Yeah. Those are things no, that you're no. right. I wish they didn't get to go to things. I liked say, it a lot. Steve has Chris, a you're right. Yeah. Two is an awful movie, <laughs> yeah. too. Two is beat by beat the same movie. It opens up with the setup yep. scene. It's got Viga, uh, It's got Statue of Liberty and Stay Puft. Like, mm. It's a complete copy uh, of the yeah. first movie. But it was the movie that I saw in the theater. One of my best summers of all time, 89. Oh. It was uh, Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters 2 came out the week yeah. later. And then Batman came nice. out that third week. So 10-year-old oh, me fantastic. Uh, was having a great sure. summer in the movie. Oh, yeah. so. All right, all right. Okay. All right, we, we got to go. Popcorn hey, Chris, or Planet. Leave, I want to do Aliens. I really want to no, do Aliens. Yes. yes. All right. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, sorry. I was... Uh, 
Um, well, please help us uh, grow by liking this video and subscribing to our channel. Please uh, be sure to hell. Uh, sure, sure as hell. It's, I don't know how the word hell came out. Right. <laughs> Hit the bell icon um, to get notified whenever we release a new episode. You'll be all right. <laughs> Cracking up over there. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> all right. Well, as you can tell, we have fun. So, um, you know, on the behalf of Chris Martineau and Melanie Howerton, I am Jay Fortier. And I'd like to thank you again for joining us here on the Film Crickets. And until next time, movies may not age like fine wine, but we drink it anyway. Bye. Film Cricket,